0: Hello, lore heads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca.
1: And I'm John. My name is Mark.
0: And today we're talking about the blind monk, Lee Sin, who was released April 1st, 2011. <laughs> He's been in it forever.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, I was class of, oh, I was almost class of Lee Sin.
0: Ooh, I was damn. class of Brand. That is wild to me that you almost knew League of Legends before Lee Sin.
2: <laughs> I mean, I did know League of Legends. Really? Before
0: Lee Sin.
2: Yeah, you would Techn- have. right? Well,
1: before Lee Sin release. Yeah. Because
2: I started right before Jarvan.
1: Mm hmm. Jesus. Yeah. It's weird to think about, like, because I feel like Lee Sin was, like, the catalyst for, like, mechanics as a whole getting more complex and better almost. Mm. When, when people saw the insect kick, it, like, blew everyone's <laughs> minds, right? It was like, oh my God, wait a minute. We can do things like that, right? Like, it's, it changed the game a little bit, almost. I don't know. It feels like yeah. it, anymore. Anyway. Yeah.
0: It's so funny to think that, like, combos like that were just so wild. Like, I remember the first time a pro used, like, the Caitlin net and then the Q combo. Mm. People were, like, blown away. They were like, oh, shit. No Because they're slowed. They can't dodge the Q. And Mind that was a, a big fucking deal back then, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly yeah i mean now it's like whatever old hat or it's like things are just so much more complex but i mean i think mm-hmm. i mean i remember when i saw it and i was like oh my fucking god i still can't do it for the life of me because i don't play a lot of like Lee Sin ever. <laughs> but god damn it's you know
0: yeah yeah that's interesting to think of him as like one of the first like more mechanically complex champions but it's true yeah uh-huh. On the universe page, there's a bio, a short story, and some fun line work. I recommend because he has really good emo hair in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's this like the concept. the old traditional Lee Sin Ooh. skin, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Which was his uh, the original idea for the champion. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's chewing on wires. get kicked out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what he looked like. <laughs> Um, I imagine he's a lot of old lore. There's not a lot of canon lore, but John was complaining about the the immense amount of
2: old lore. He does have a lot of old lore. Which it's not like old lore where you're like, Oh, this is like a slight revision, but he's basically the same. Like, no, nah, they changed a lot.
1: <laughs> they did. I mean I think I mean I guess we we'll get into it, but I think a part of that is because his old lore was super tied into the League of Legends, right? Um
0: Weirdly, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, weirdly. <laughs> Um, I actually kind of liked the old lore a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's because I wasn't super hooked into the new canon lore. I was kind of like, I was very blasé about it. I was like, well, whatever. Um,
2: yeah, I, I definitely, I was reading through his new lore, and I was like, oh, this is, huh. This is him, huh? It doesn't yeah. feel
0: supremely original, I guess, In in an idea. It's pretty, I feel like we've seen lore close to this just with other champions even. Mm. And then it just seems like a really... Not unique story, I guess. Because it's kind of yeah.
2: like, I mean, this is, they are tied together in the bio, but this kind of <laughs> just seems like an Udier story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I Which I, I guess I, makes sense given that it's the same author for Udier and Lee Sin, oh, but.
1: <laughs> I saw that, yeah. I like the idea of pairing them up. Like, that's something where we would sit here and say, oh, you know, maybe him and Udier should like hook up and do something. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense to pair them, but I think the issue is that there's not it's not really like, they don't get into it in any of the lore. Like, no. Udyr's bio doesn't have much, like, Lee Sin just has a little cameo. Um, and like, in anything for Lee Sin, it's like, they spend time together. Don't worry about it. We're never gonna tell you a story about what that was like. <laughs> which is yeah. a shame. Cause I think yeah, it's tons super of fun weird. Because mm-hmm.
0: they kind of made the, they even go out of their way to be like, they're going through the same thing right now. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, we want to get into the bio, I guess.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Leeson <laughs> was a normal boy in Ionia. <laughs> he went to the Shojin Monastery. Is that Shojin? Yep. Okay. When he was a boy, claiming that he was the chosen one to control the dragon, the power of the dragon. Is there only one dragon? Uh,
2: I mean,
1: there's <laughs> several dragons just that we know of <laughs> <laughs> good point they always do reference it as like the dragon even mm-hmm. like the first like little paragraph of the bio is just about the dragon the and dragon. about how it's like of all the spirits in ionia this is this is the big time this is the one it's like the main <laughs> big spirit I guess. so the head
0: honcho spirit i bet
1: they were <laughs> the referencing Aoshin
2: at this point mate you yeah, know maybe he was, he was supposed to be the big dragon release before they released Aurelian soul and then they were like we're not doing aushin guys we did Aurelian soul we like that better but then they did aushin for tft instead
0: oh okay
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but uh anyway uh the monks welcomed leeson kind of because they saw his talent but of course he was just so arrogant too and Mm -hmm. they knew that was going to cause problems so he was given chores for, chores for a while, but grew impatient and decided to just try to invoke the spirit realm without any training, and he paralyzed his instructor. Oopsies. So <laughs> He walked away with his head down, very Charlie Brown, in shame, <laughs> and eventually made his way to the Freljord, where he hooks up with Odir, who's also trying to call upon animal powers or something. That's just kind of what they say very quickly. Like, mm, they both want them animal spirits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say it like that. <laughs> it kind of makes it sound nope, more did. salacious than Oh god, you're right, I'm <laughs> sorry mm, They want them animal spirits
0: <laughs> They wanted to eat them It's reminding me of our, our old D&D group That for some reason whenever we killed a monster Mark, and, and was it Kevin Always yeah. wanted to cut a piece of the monster And eat
1: it secretly eat <laughs> yeah. You know, and that dragon meat tasted fucking good, man From what I remember
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah Okay, so, Odir and Leeson go back to, uh, to Ionia to find it at war with Noxus. Leeson doesn't see any choice and calls upon the dragon to fight back. It kind of works, there's a lot of fire, and he manages to hold back some Noxians, but burns down the monastery and loses his vision. He sort of decides now that the spirit of the dragon cannot be controlled and wants to walk away, but the surviving elders are like, No, this is, now that you don't want the power, you deserve the power. <laughs> that Harry kind Potter, of classic right? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um uh and deer I guess just goes home. I don't know, they didn't really <laughs> say
2: <laughs> All alone. He likes his head down, Charlie he, Brown's done. He,
0: he like dove into the fight. He doesn't even know these Ionians. He I guess he knows Lisa, in, and he's just like I'm going in and then we didn't hear about him again. I assume he's not dead because he's a champion.
2: But yeah. yeah. I mean he knows the Noxians
1: though, probably. Oh true. Oh yeah.
2: actually
0: I don't They're know. They're all true.
1: up in the Freljord and his shit. It's true. <laughs> from from Udir's bio, it says he trained there for a bit and then left.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But, I can see you know. why he left. They weren't super helpful <laughs> teaching Lee Sin
2: how to control the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway,
1: that's Lee Sin. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think what's weird about this bio for me is like, A, there's a lot of like, you we know, guess we say it all the time, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of ideas you could write stories about, but those stories aren't there. And then... He's kind of like the antithesis of, like, Kane, where Kane's bio ends, and you're like, ooh, I'm ready for this story. It's a really good leaving point. And with Lee Sin, it's like, it feels like his story's kind of, I don't know, done, almost. And he's like, mm. he's just, like, meditating and getting ready for if something else happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
2: He is, he's like a little ball of potential energy mm. that's just constantly sitting still waiting for something to happen close <laughs> enough to him that he can be like oh it's my time yeah that's <laughs> even like exactly the what story, we see yeah. in a short story yeah. too. <laughs> That's so literally.
0: I, I wish that leeson losing his vision had more of an impact or was like something i don't know because like so in the short story he seems to have mastered the fact that he is blind but did he have like any struggles? Was this a problem? Because I imagine that when you've been training and fighting for a long time, and then you suddenly lose your vision, that would be a very big deal. You would Absolutely. have to relearn everything.
2: Yeah, and uh, oddly enough, this is something they address in his old lore and not oh. in his new lore. Yeah, <laughs> I so know. weird. It is weird. I think it
0: would have. It would have been more interesting if he was blind as a child. I think, and he has now grown and can you know use that to his advantage in some way
2: but yeah because if you're going to get rid of the part of his story that caused the blindness in the first place like <laughs> yeah you don't need to have uh, an inciting blindness incident he can be born blind it's fine it's true that's <laughs> sure. true
1: yeah I would agree with that I think if you're not going to do that then yeah like you said Rebecca like that's a short story in and of itself is you know him going through years of, of struggling and, and frustration right and like having you know what else that would be a good vector for would be understanding like like what it means to like channel the dragon. Cause it's a super important part of his character that I have no understanding of like what it is or what it's like. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? It's all super vague. And so that would be like from his POV of like, Oh, I'm, this is super hard. Right? Like, how do I even try and do this? And then the dragon is kind of the means, but also it's, you know, it's also this weird like power that he can't really control. He can only kind of channel it a little bit. It's like, like he even like the monks say, well, no one can ever really do it permanently. But if someone who's like you can kind of be a a vessel for it in a little like a little bit of it, right? You know, but <laughs> little case, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but I like the idea of him being just just born blind, right? And now and what you know what else is a big question I had is because it says he comes to the monks as a child and is like, I'm the one who's going to channel the dragon. I am the chosen of the dragon, and that's never explored in any way, right?
2: I was so, so curious about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's Why like would so, he think that?
1: What does he know that I don't know? <laughs> exactly. So, like, oh, that would be a great idea. Is that, oh, he was born, you know, blind and the sword of limitation was what the dragon, like, needed. I, I don't know. There's a, a million ways you could go with it, but he needs something, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe not a nothing. personality. That would be nice.
1: You yeah, that too.
0: <laughs> We're kind of told that he's arrogant early on, and I guess we get a little visual, visual of it, but not so much. And I don't know, I would like to see a character who genuinely, I don't know, displays some of that old arrogance, but understands the consequences of it now, whereas he just seems like a real chill monk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I guess the best we can get from the short story and maybe some of his VO is that he's very um, hard line. He's a hard, hard ass motherfucker. He doesn't Mm. really give second chances is kind of the best I could (laughs) give for him that he doesn't which again, like that's something I, I don't really think is communicated really anywhere else, you know. And I, I, w- I, want more to understand why he's like that. Like why, like he's someone who got a second chance. Why is he I was someone- just gonna say, yeah, he's had
0: several chances. So wouldn't he have, would think that the opposite that people do deserve a second or what? third or fourth chance?
2: Maybe that's why though. He's like, I got a second chance and I'm a piece of shit. So, <laughs> I did not that
1: deserve be, it. Fuck
2: all y'all. That
0: would be a fantastic area to explore. That is a very different character though, I do love the idea of that character.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> that, that would be great. I, I would love that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Does he still have eyeballs? Like, they say the... the, the <laughs> sorry, I know this is, like, splitting hairs.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
0: I honestly don't know. Did they melt out of his head, you think?
1: I, I don't know. That's kind of a cool image. I think the thing is, is that in certain pieces... In that Machina thing, it looks like they did. <laughs> yeah, in certain pieces of media, I feel like I've seen... It's a bit like Old Leeson before this, depicted as though his eyes were actually, like, burnt from their sockets. Um, mm. And in here, it just says his vision. So, I assume he's got them. They just don't... Don't work no more. But, you know. I think it's like, it's kind of a metal image, right? It's like, oh, like your eyes got burned from your fucking sockets. I mean, that could be, I don't know. Whatever. Can we
0: explain why he covers his eyes as well? Because I imagine yeah. that would be a, a you don't little want to get disturbing. In there. Or you don't want to get schmutz in there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you
1: could keep something in it. I don't know. Do it like Molotov. <laughs> he from... keeps
0: pennies in it's He <laughs> <Keep pocket>. pennies?
1: <laughs> Worthless coins? Not even could quarters?
0: You I mean, they don't think they have either, but he goes to pay for something and he has to take his blindfold off and just knocks out of his head. Yes, <laughs> I
1: fucking fall, love and it. And they
0: fall from his eyes and the person's like, just take it. I
1: don't want this. <laughs> no, no. exact change. Hold on. Oh my God. I love that.
0: Shit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't bring that up in his bike. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking riot! Come on, give Cowards me something. Cowards tell the
1: story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what it was, Lisa and put in his eyes. I, I, I need to know.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the other thing too is like the idea of him him uh, paralyzing his instructor. It's like a big up, oh, right yeah. that can really fuck you up. As like, I assume he was young, like maybe a teenager mm-hmm. at, at most. Um, I would really like a story that reflected on that a little bit, or like what, like him, maybe as he is now, kind of reflecting on his mistakes, you know, things like that. Because that's supposed to be like a big part of his character. Is that he? We've been ta- talking mm-hmm. about it. He's gotten a second chance because he fucked up super hard. Um, he spent yeah. like he he went out to just go atone for it, but there's not anything that ever gets into that for him, you know? Yeah. Once again. We never get to see him dealing with the consequences of the
0: actions <laughs> in the story. That's very true. That's yeah. definitely a bad habit Riot has. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, if the instructor were still there as well when Lee Sin was welcomed back. I think that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, and just how to how to face that instructor again. How to?
1: Oh god, that act, would be great. You know, I would love that. Just yeah. in like the back of the group when they're welcoming Lee Sin and like, <laughs> hey, can we vote? Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would be tons of fun. That would be great. Or have that instructor be. Kind of the 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 path that he finds, you know, I don't want to say redemption, but he finds that he, like, there's a calm to him, right? Like, he's someone who's obviously kind of made peace with all that. And obviously, making peace with that instructor would be the, like, a very necessary step for him as a character, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to and see they're,
0: that. They're both now living with a disability. Oh, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> absolutely. That could be a big part of how yeah. they reconnect or connect in that. some way.
1: I love that. Yeah. Like, like you know, him him finding... You know what else I like about that idea is that it kind of... And again, like, him finding uh, companionship with Udyr, because they're both going through a, a specific sort of thing. And then him finding companionship with this person who he, he hurt, because they're both going through, a, a you know, again, this sort of limitation. And these, you know, a different limitation, but still, like, something that's affecting their ability yeah. to... Like, you know, that could be... I, I think there's... You could have a lot of, like... Uh, a thematic almost, that kind of goes along with these Santa Across stories. Can, wouldn't that be nice? We have like a theme or these ideas. <laughs>
2: what? This is crazy. <laughs> this talk. is League of Legends. Lore. Let's be fair.
1: <laughs> oh man,
2: they can All only right.
0: do it a few times, and then <laughs> we had Kindred yeah. recently. You know what? What can we ask for?
1: <laughs> one yeah. every ten, every ten champions we get one. It's got that <laughs> oh, man. good ratio. Yeah. All right, y'all want to do the the short story now?
2: Yeah. So. This one is All That Glitters by Graham McNeil. Yeah. Did
0: everyone else get that song stuck in their head?
2: A little bit, yeah. A tiny okay. bit. Just not a time. I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot to get All Star stuck in my head. So. <laughs> Thank
1: you for saying the name of the song for anyone who's not f- familiar.
2: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Whoever's not.
0: Who whoever else is
2: in a Shrek Who head out there? a big there, Shre- yeah. <laughs> or, or Mystery Man Head. Yes, also that. <laughs> frankly, oh, that's the better use of it. Oh, man.
1: Hey, hey, oh. hey. Watch yeah.
0: your fucking
1: mouth. <laughs> okay, well, we don't need to come to blows over it. Uh, by the way, the bio over was by, by Michael Luo, who also, like we said, oh, did the, the earlier one. Um, yeah, so this one is following three thieves named Rin, Murta, and Horta, uh, who are going to the Hirana Monastery. I guess um, something from the bio, too, is that when he goes back to Ionia, he specifically goes back to defend the Hirana Monastery, which I guess is different from the um, Shoujin Monastery.
0: Why did he go there instead? Did they? Imagine? I don't
1: know exactly. My, I don't mm. know. I was trying to like figure it out, and I couldn't really. They just seem like maybe they're really like related or close, or like the Hirana is more important. Mm. Or, I don't know. Maybe
0: um, he was hoping no one would recognize him.
1: They're just they're just <laughs> real chill digs. So <laughs>
0: they got that good
2: cush. <laughs> <laughs> really helps him channel the dragon. <laughs> <tell you> what. <laughs>
1: okay. Anyway. Um... These three thieves, they, they cut their way to the monastery, there are no guards, no one's there, it's very beautiful, and there's a bunch of treasure. So they start taking the stuff, and they kind of realize, oh shit, Lee Sin is there, and they kind of thought he was a painted statue, he was so still. And all of a sudden he starts moving and talking, and uh, he kind of tells them to stop what they're taking, to leave, he gives them one chance to, to fuck off. Um, he's also kind of able to tell details about them, like he can tell, oh, you've got a bad back, and that one there has a, a bad lung, etc. Um, mm, yeah, don't.
0: how can he tell these things? Who knows?
1: You know, because he's his senses, his other senses are heightening, right? (laughs) It's a fun idea, but again, yeah, right.
2: I feel like this was during that period where being blind meant that you automatically had echolocation powers. Yeah, it was fucking everywhere. That's not
1: right. He has like weird insight powers. Like he's almost like Sherlock in that way, where he can kind of like tell, oh yeah, Mm. he limps to the left side, (laughs) etc. um but you know he's he's they see that he's blind they don't take him seriously so they attack he kills he kills them pretty violently like he kills Ren with a single like hit to the neck that she, you know breaks it and then he knocks over Murta and breaks his rib cage inwards piercing his bad heart um that he had kind of spotted out before but Horta who's a That's little really, bit That's really
0: I'm just like did the heart need to be bad to stop working by being pierced by a bone i feel like even a good heart probably wouldn't have made it through that one. <laughs>
1: The best heart in the world <laughs> can't stand up to a shattered sternum, what can I say? <laughs> yeah, you know poetic I don't know. Uh, Horta is a little bit better. he kind of presses his attack but can't land a blow. Leeson isn't even sweating dealing with this guy and finally uh, Leeson unleashes the dragon and, and Horta sees him. he's like engulfed in flame for a moment and he he you know old him he dragon kicks him into a wall and shatters every bone in his in Horta's spine. Uh, and as Horta is, is kind of dying, Lisa just goes back to meditating. And that's <laughs> the end of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, how do we feel about this story?
1: Uh, um,
0: it was fine. Right? I
2: thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. If this was one of, an, like, several a few, stories, yeah. <laughs> I would be pretty cool with it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the... It's a bummer
2: that it's, like, the only story we get. And we get it twice, technically. Because there's also... There's a comic... <laughs> Which is not listed on the universe page, which is literally just an animation of this story, word for word. So I don't know why it's not on the universe page. It has to be canon. It's literally the exact same story. They just (laughs) took anything that was dialogue in the story, they just turned it into speech bubbles.
1: (laughs) I I didn't find that at all. I was, I, oh no, I got, I... I've missed out. I gotta go check it out. <laughs> Great. Thanks it for It's not- kind of neat, though. I mean,
2: you, yeah. you get... Th- it, it was a cool fight scene, and those are always cooler and visual, so...
1: Yeah. Well, th- well thanks, Thanks Riot. Thanks for not, not linking <laughs> another comic. <laughs> like, why? I don't understand. They uh, hate their comics. So I don't know damn, what it is. Uh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's a Graham McNeil story, so, like, the settings are, are described pretty vividly. Um, mm-hmm. The killing blows are, are nice and, and gruesome, which I, I liked. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of it's like kind of whatever, like you said, without anything else to support it, it's like, it's a short, it's a color story, you know, it's a little action piece yeah. with Lee Sin, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, the last we saw of Lee Sin in the bio, he had just brought out this dragon power and destroyed a monastery and blinded himself, and then the next time we see him, he just perfectly invokes the dragon for like a second <laughs> to kill someone, and then he goes back to his meditation. So, you know, it doesn't, some pieces to connect.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I was curious if this fight was what was kind of led up to in the Legends Never Die cinematic. There are some details that are different. Like, there's more people fighting him in the Legends Never Die cinematic, but kind of like... But the environment looks the same, and hmm. it would kind of make sense. He he starts the whole thing by meditating in the middle of the floor, and
0: I like it that. Leeson, makes sense. Leeson's constantly just meditating somewhere until someone comes around, yeah. and then he murders them, yeah. and then goes yeah. back.
2: That's it's what like I was going to say. Human
1: chain is... chomp. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 that's why I mean, man. Yeah, I, I mean, Shit. I don't think it is supposed to be the same one. I think they just have one idea for how they they show Leeson, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> That was gonna you say. Is be like, really cool guys. It makes me think Kay. of Kenan, where it's like, who cleans up? The, like he goes back to meditating, but there's still three <laughs> dead dudes, right? Like who cleans up these fucking bodies?
0: Kenan does. Kenan. <laughs> he runs over and does this thing where he electrocutes them back to life, as John suggested. So they walk away into their graves.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, good luck getting that one back to life with a bad heart.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Not much else. Um, like I said, he's very unforgiving because he, he gives them the one opportunity to leave, and they don't. And then after he kills the two guys, Horta, um, realizing he's outclassed at some point, it's like, <laughs> I'll stop. I'll put it back. I'll stop. And Lee Sin has, has none of that. Like I said, he kicks him into a fucking wall. So it's like, how did he get to be so you know almost cutthroat? Ruthless. Throat? Ruthless, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. for, yeah. for like, like, everything we know about Lee Sin... It, you know unless we missed something which we clearly did <laughs> he would probably give someone a chance to walk away like
2: he was given a chance to walk away yeah. yeah or if it or if it was clear that like if they made it clear what he was protecting in that oh, temple yeah. to mm-hmm. like oh this is something that no one can know about so mm. you know you you kind of can't let him leave i don't know maybe he was just offering it to be to be coy and was planning on murdering him either way (laughs) (laughs) he's
0: even more ruthless than we think
1: i mean i think you know else he could could do with that is he he gives them like horta starts saying oh no 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 i'll I'll leave and leeson lets him go and what we saw a little bit in the story also is that horta is very duplicitous he was planning on killing the other two people with him once they got all the stuff and left so maybe like he gets the chance to leave and then he pulls a a blade and then leeson kicks him into the wall mm-hmm. right you know like yeah. he was given the second chance and he didn't take it like that's fine um but yeah we need oh. some more you know it would have been so cool if like he did that and like pulled out a blade and
2: like tossed it thinking that maybe he'd get away and like at least then just kicked the blade back at him like, threw him that would have been cool <sighs> he ulted the blade. <laughs> yeah that'd be
1: good i would love that that'd be fun also whenever y'all read that name horta did you not think horchata at all? Or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> you got horchata on the brain.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't?
1: Right? That's true. Horchata's fucking
2: good.
0: Uh, yeah, I miss horchata. <laughs>
2: uh, now, Lee Sin is also part of A Few Cinematics. We mentioned legends never die which i guess to our to our point about wanting to know how he got so good at least he trains in legends never die that's <laughs> yeah, uh, true the base level is already higher than i would expect someone who was recently blinded um <laughs> so i don't think that that's a training montage for after he became <clears throat> blind because uh, he's already like on top of giant stone pillars leaping from one to the other what you can't do seems that reckless <laughs> <laughs> Um, You have
1: sight and everything. Come on.
0: (laughs) What's stopping you, John?
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm a coward. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if if you haven't seen that cinematic, it's cool. It's another one of the vignettes. Lee training, and in the end, he manages to defeat a bunch of baddies. Ash is training, and in the end, she's able to get vengeance for, though not save, her village, which was destroyed by raiders. And Garen is training, and in the end, is able to go to war and not suck at it.
1: I like the Garen part of that the most, I think. I don't know. I I, I, I know this isn't one. the Garen thing, but, you know.
0: <laughs> Garen, it's something good. I am wearing a shirt, by the way. It's just a tank top, but I just took the hoodie off. It looks like I'm not wearing a shirt. in the. Oh, I I believe you naked. were. I don't know. At least fine to me. I, okay. okay. <laughs> I just didn't want it to be awkward. All right.
1: <laughs> well, now it's awkward.
0: <laughs>
2: Uh, he's part of the 2022 or the 2020 world cinematic takeover uh, where a competitor has to fight through previous well-known worlds competitors to make it to the finals and his final fight is against the FunPlus Phoenix jungler Tian as Lee Sin and it's an awesome fight mhm <laughs> He's also in the 2018 cinematic Make History, which is an inspiring video about warriors and building dynasties and all that good stuff that loses credibility when they say heroes leading great armies and use Azir as an example. (laughs) Um, But anyway, Lee Sin's in that too. Uh, And then he was in Road to the Cup, the 2013 Worlds uh, animation, which uh, was the Studio Mir animation where players act like the champions they're most known for. Lee Sin is not in a lot of it. He's in, like, the final freeze frame. Okay. Uh, and I don't even know which player is supposed to be him, but...
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I was like, I don't remember him, because they have little vignettes of every single, like, like, big, I don't know, big names, whatever, people with really noticeable champions. I forgot about that. Hmm. Yeah. And then, finally, the last
2: official cinematic he's in is the... Official 2009 <laughs> in-game trailer, which features the original design of his in 2009. And yes, in case you're trying to think about his release date, <laughs> being like, "Wait, I thought it was 2011." You're right. He didn't get released until two out two years after debuting in this <laughs> trailer.
1: Mm-hmm. He was like iceboxed, wasn't he? Like they they had scrapped
2: him. I yeah, yeah he was one of the first six champions that was finished really and then he got
1: scrapped (laughs) that's wild i can't imagine lee sin in in like even like with his core design in original league he would just fuck everyone up right like (laughs) think about it i don't know man yeah you know what else is i assume you watched that trailer right it's, I did. It's great. Like the in-game I did footage is so shit. <laughs> like it shows, like, ooh, here's uh, Trindamir, and here's what Trindamir can do, and it's like such ass gameplay. There's like a team fight, and everyone's just standing <laughs> around, auto attacking each other. Trindamir gets stunned by an Annie W. It's just nothing happens. It's great. <laughs> like if you know League now, you can look at it and be like, what the fuck is this?
2: <laughs> he also has a bunch of old lore.
1: <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of old lore now all right first what's, yeah what's the best order to do this in right journal right. of justice right
2: <laughs> well i was before we did journal of justice i was going to go through his original original lore since that got retconned prior to the journal of justice Oh, okay I, okay yeah go for it <laughs> uh so basically leeson was born into an ancient clan of martial artists the melian monks whose fighting style harnesses the agility and power of the tiger And at birth, every child in the clan was given a tiger-cub companion who would accompany the monk throughout his training. Uh, His tiger's name was Ragar. Uh, Randomly, he started growing weak and lost his vision. Uh, So his pet tiger sacrificed itself for him, restoring his strength, giving him enhanced senses to make up for his lack of sight, and becoming a tattoo on his shoulder. Which is why the uh, original Lee Sin um, skin has a big tiger tattoo on his shoulder mm. that was his companion tiger
1: I didn't read that 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 idea is kind of of cool I kind of like that idea like you had this little animal companion I thought you were gonna say they had to kill the tigers at the end kind of like a king's mom <laughs> spoiler well, well not really a spoiler it don't matter but that's dope yeah and then
2: his second bio which is the one that is more tied into the the journal of justice um Basically, he wanted to prove to uh, his teachers at the time how good he was at summoning so they would advance him through their program faster. Yeah, he was going to be a summoner,
1: I guess is like the big thing. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, he was
2: going to be a real-ass summoner, not just a stupid old champion. (laughs) And he was real talented, but his teachers were advancing him at the same speed as everyone else, like a scrub. So he's like, I'm going to show them. So, he attempted to test his ability by summoning a beast from the plague jungles. Uh, but, what he summoned instead was a young boy, but not in one piece.
0: Mm. Uh, oh.
2: It said, uh,
0: That's my son!
2: <laughs> he barely had time to look the boy in what was once his face before the jumbled human mass fell lifeless to the floor. Mmm! a a league investigation later revealed that the boy's entire village was obliterated by feedback from the ritual Uh, and the league for the record was totally prepared to overlook this Mm -hmm. little oopsie because Leeson was so good uh, or talented (laughs) not good Um, but he couldn't forgive himself so he left and then let's see um, yeah this will get into Journal of Justice stuff but then he set himself on fire to protest the <laughs> war.
0: You connected the dots about as well as Riot did. <laughs> he felt bad so he left. <clears throat> anyway, then he set himself on fire.
2: <laughs> uh yeah. So his his actions paved the way for Ionia to a rematch from Noxus. Uh by the time he was doused, his eyes had been burned completely from their sockets.
0: Just just the eyes. The just rest the eyes. of him's fine. The
2: rest of them was fine. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, and he joined the League of Legends to continue his atonement with sweat and blood, a true monk's only possessions.
0: Um, um mm-hmm. I mean...
2: He had clothes. Okay. I don't know. He doesn't <laughs> own those.
0: He wasn't free-balling in on the <laughs> rift.
2: <laughs> it's different. He might have been in the original spotlight, for all we know. The screen was blurry.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I think what's what's kind of interesting about this is that it, it's like when you look at the new bio you can see how they t- they they were like oh we want to be they we they want to take some of these ideas or like some of these aspects of like oh he fucked up as 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 a an arrogant youth and is trying to atone right and so like through his some act of, of goodness <laughs> whether it's like self-immolation or you know defending the monastery he lost his sight right um, mm-hmm. It's an interesting thing to try to hold on to, but I feel like this one's more effective. Like this is a really serious fuck up, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But whatever. And Mark sent a video out
2: <laughs> before we synced up. That is a, uh, a Machina live action telling of his background story, which includes all of this stuff in it. So yeah, Machinima, uh, specific yeah. Machinima. If you remember that, yeah back in the day. Now the highest quality you're going to get on it is 480p and that's just something you're going to have to live with but if you want to watch it
1: Well I think, this. I mean this isn't the original the original video obviously was hosted I assume on like some Machinima channel and it's not anymore so this is hosted on some like little like it's got, um, I want to say like Indonesian or Vietnamese, like subtitles through it. It's got sixty views. Like this is the only place to find this fucking video anymore. Um, <laughs> but I do love it because you got people dressed like minions running around in a field and all sorts of like, oh God bless them type thing.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. a surprising amount of work went into this video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean at the time, you know, this was probably two thousand eleven, two thousand maybe two thousand twelve. I would guess when they put this this out. So you know, I forgive them a little bit. I kind of love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, now,
2: he's also in a whole lot of issues with the Journal of Justice, and I had forgotten exactly how many. I remembered that he set himself on fire, in that that resulted in Ionia getting a rematch. I did not realize that he appeared in seven separate Journal of Justice articles, <laughs> and at no point in any of those seven articles... Is he ever referred to as Lee Sin? Right?
1: (laughs) I was constantly searching for Lee Sin.
2: (laughs) uh, He is called the Burning Monk, the Shoujin Monk, the Now Blind Monk, (laughs) the Celebrated Monk, and the Peaceful Monk. (laughs) Never once Lee Sin. Yeah, it's weird almost. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, going through these real quick. Issue 7 is the one where he actually sets himself on fire. And this is where we also find out he practices the healing arts so that he can live for a while on fire. But it is made clear that he will eventually die. His remaining life force is measured by a bonsai tree next to him, and when the last leaf falls, he'll be dead. Like a, a morbid <laughs> version of Beauty and the Beast. I was just <laughs> going to say, like, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's very poetic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then issue 8. He's still burning. <laughs> issue nine, still burning. Although Noxus has now officially allowed Ionia rematch based on Leeson's protests and all the negative press they'd been getting as a result of them. <laughs> issue ten, still burning. Uh, Leeson's referenced here in back and forth banter between Karma and Katarina regarding the rematch. Uh, and issue twelve, Leeson got down to his last two leaves. It was only when the monk was greeted by his sister from the liberated province of Galrin that he allowed the flame
1: to be extinguished. A sister? Well, I assume like a sister monk, maybe? Oh. Okay. I, I assume that there was some... like an actual sister. Like, that was like... Oh. Riot was just banking on like, maybe we'll have a Lisa and sister champion at some point, you know? <laughs> right? Again, She's siblings. In. They love it. She's on. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh... But he, so, his, yeah, his they, eyes are they gone.
2: They brought
1: the... Right? Hmm? I, was gonna, I was just saying that like he's 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 still good. They're going to fix him, but his eyes are, are certainly gone at this point, right? Right.
2: Yeah, they, like, they specify that he's very burnt at this point, and his eyes are gone. And then in issue 15, the mailbag of justice, Woo. a player asks how Leeson is doing after the whole setting himself on fire thing. <laughs> and he responds, the only vision I sought was one of a free Ionia... That I live to see it is more glorious than anything my eyes ever beheld. Hmm. Dope. And then finally, issue 18, a League correspondent who, for the record, is Alex Yi. Oh, really? Executive director. Really? Of Arcane. <laughs> uh, yeah, he wrote this one. Uh, visits Lee Sin. Lee Sin shares many platitudes with him but uh, the correspondence very impatient and hungry leeson says things like many fishermen try to lure the fish i seek to coax the water with perfect technique i may catch every fish but with harmonious water every catch will be a trophy and says things like our world rewards the busy man the man who graduates first is smartest the man who conquers furthest is strongest the man who owns most is richest But as man fills his life with these things, he loses touch with his only true possession, his self. There is no difference to spending a life gazing at the sky, foregoing the earth around you, than to spend a life accumulating wealth, power, or status, foregoing the world inside you. The outside alone will never fill the inside.
1: And then the correspondent's like, and I was really fucking hungry, so I'm pretty sure he was making fun of me. Like yeah <laughs> that's why I was like so surprised you said, Alexi because like there's a lot of personality from the the writer in this. like he's constantly like, yeah, yeah, platitudes, but we're fishing, and I'm really fucking hungry, and this this blind guy <laughs> won't stop like the <laughs> stuff like he catches a fish at one point and then throws it back in <laughs> I don't know, I, 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 yeah. I, I kind of it, it reminded me of like way back in Ari, the guy uh, St Angelo's like field guide to Vistaya. Um where he's kind of like this pompous mm. like oh, I'm going to take a you hang out with the 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 monk and he's kind of like a he's kind of a dick, I don't know, but he's like a a, <laughs> a fun dick you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's that's interesting that he wrote that, you know,
2: yeah, and for for some background too, there were the writers for the journal of justice they each kind of had their own pen names and each of the main writers had a pen name that was like an editorial correspondent for a specific region and i'm pretty sure alex yees was supposed to be the correspondent from noxus so you get a lot of real sass from him in most of his editorials
1: oh he's like the heel Um, that we find sometimes yeah
2: he's the heel for sure and i think Devin Greel was the Piltovan one at the time interesting Um, interesting (laughs) Hmm. yeah and Leeson is also from the era of
1: Judgments.
2: Yeah, he is. <laughs> do
1: you want to cover his judgment? Well, I, I guess I, like the, the, the quick high level of it. Is he goes in, he goes in to get his judgment. It does like kind of point out a few things about how he's like he's very calm, he's very you know relaxed about everything. He's and even though he's blind, he like for example, there's an inscription above the door <laughs> that he scoffs at. So it's like okay, he he kind of can tell what's going on, and he gets into it, and immediately as soon as the judgment starts, he's on fire, obviously, right? Um, and he also just immediately shuts off his pain receptors. He's like, eh, I'm not gonna feel any of that. Fuck that noise, <laughs> not um, today. But he starts getting into this discussion with um, is, is it counselor? I don't remember what his like high summoner. Uh, I don't know what remember what this guy's title is, but yeah, I forget his title. Yeah, Ashram, um, and something, and that's a guy who he knows from the bio. That was his main mentor. Um, and they're kind of having a back and forth in the way that the judgments kind of go. And the the main thing that's interesting about it is that, you know, Lee Sin is very calm. And Ashram is very, he's nervous. And Lee Sin can tell. He can tell that Ashram feels, like, threatened by Lee Sin. And, and Ashram is kind of asking these pointed questions about, like, oh, you know, you held a lot of political sway. But what happens if, you know, one man holds all that power and becomes corrupted? And Lee Sin is giving these very calm responses, et cetera. Um, to the point where Ashram is getting like frustrated, upset, and finally he asks the question they always ask, which is like, "How does it feel to have your mind exposed?" But in this case, Ashram is like, "It's a it's a bitter question." There's none of the gravitas that it normally holds, and Lisa just gives them the classic, "Like, I don't know, I could ask you the same question." Blah blah blah, <laughs> and then it's over. But the kind of the kind of like interesting through line of it is that the league. And the summoners are sort of, af- I don't want to say afraid of Lee Sin, but they, it's like the fact that he was able to kind of curry so much political power through his protest and like enforce them to like have a match so much, it was like eight years earlier than it should have happened. It's like that's a genuine threat to the Institute of War and their political sway, which I found kind of interesting. I was like, the thing, yeah. these guys are genuinely like are not cool with Lee Sin and the fact that he can, he can force the system to change, I guess. Right? Does that line up with your kind of read on it?
2: Yeah, pretty much, you know. Those those in power. They don't want to give it up.
1: Yeah. It's kind of neat. Like, I think the best judgments are when they play with that format, you know, or or it's like something that you don't kind of expect. And that was kind of the case with this where Leeson is not at all bothered by what he's being presented with, but the fact that these summoners are getting very upset and like and it's like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. He here's somebody who was able to completely fuck up the I say fuck up um, change what was supposed to be happening just through his own, like, one man's actions, right? And they they, they view him as a threat to their power and their hold on stuff. It's like, yeah, oh, that's, kind of, that's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting to see that.
2: And, you know, shortly after he was admitted... Came the dissolution of the League of Legends, so uh, <laughs> maybe they were were right. Right.
1: Don't. But like, what are they gonna do? They are gonna say no? Like, uh, don't let him in, right? Like, why not let him? Like, why not say no? That's the thing about the institute. The Institute of War that doesn't make sense is that like, why would they ever let this guy in? Just say no. Say he's not most like mentally prepared. Who's gonna like challenge them? Right? Is he gonna set himself on fire again? And maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know, keep your enemies close.
2: Yeah. And your blind monks closer. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah.
1: But it, it's kind of fun. It's of the judgments I uh, that I've read. Um, that one was kind of fun to read. You know. But yeah, I think that's it for old yeah. Lee sin. Yeah, I missed that's something? That's the oldly sin
2: lore.
0: We forgot to do impressions.
1: Oh fuck! Wow, we got really deep into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just saw John got to his quotes section. I'm going to be, I cannot tell you what Leeson sounds like. The thing he's is, I remember his, his,
1: his old VO. Um, I haven't really played him much since he got a new, he has got a new voice actor. Um, so I remember all the old, like the way it sounds old. I remember all his old mm. spoilers, but he sounds like, we do what we must. You know, he's very like, the new one is a little more aggressive, I want to say.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like deep, <clears throat> a little breathy. Yeah. Feel.
1: Your will, my hands. Mm-hmm. We do what we
2: must. Mm.
1: That sounds like, oh, well, I don't I know. I am a monk.
2: <laughs> that's that's one of his lines. Thank you. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Kiku. laughs> <laughs> because that's
0: one of the only things I can't think. I'm like, oh, what happens when he kicks me the face in my team?
1: <laughs> yeah, I like the, the the intonation on the new VO in particular. But I think, unfortunately, his lines are really generic is kind of the issue he faces.
2: Yeah. And it's tough because he's one of the characters that, I mean, we talk about how fun it must be to write lines for characters that have, like, a super strong theme. And, like, well, like, Cled must have been a fucking blast to write lines for. Mm -hmm. But when you get a character like Lee Sin that doesn't seem like... He's thematically strong. It seems like there's a couple different directions he could get. Is he arrogant? Is he a wizened monk? Like, is he aggressive? <laughs> like when you really don't know, then you kind of, I assume just end up falling back on generic monk shit.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Honestly, I think that's exactly, that's exactly it. It's kind of weird. Cause you know, he's got a lot of lines and he's got a lot of like, um, reactive lines, you know, where like when there's a Swain on his team, he'll say X or an udir, he'll say Y. Um, but it's all kind of like you know whatever, right? Because they need they need <laughs> a, a stronger idea for the champion.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Now a few quotes of note: Master yourself, master the enemy, the art of war quote. Mm. Sanju. Oh. Uh, Storm Dragon Lee Sin has a quote that says, "You're late, Aoshin." seven years late which uh references how seven years have passed since ao Shin was teased in 2013 until the release of storm dragon <laughs> aurelian soul in 2020 <laughs> oh cute interesting now he's part of what do we got here three six seven eight AUs. Damn. wow man
0: he does have a lot of skins, I guess. He's got he's,
2: a lot of skins.
0: He's been like a consistently played and popular champion, I feel like. Yeah. yeah, he gets a lot of play.
1: Yeah. That's why it's so weird that he doesn't have more lore to me, almost. Like, you know, give yeah. him a story. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's <as> a treat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now,
2: I wanted to. He doesn't have lore for this one, but his tri- the traditional skin line, you. Uh, each skin there kind of represents a pre-full relaunch champion, and you can see Lee Sin with his tiger tattoo from his original lore there,
0: and his very long, mm-hmm.
2: very long hair, very long hair. He's a part of Lunar Revel, uh, and these skins all represent the, the ones that he's a part of represent more of the mythological side of the Lunar Revel, with most of its skins being like gods or enlightened characters. This one is Dragon Fist Lee Sin. A famed martial artist, beloved the world over, Lee Sin prefers to train far from the public eye, honing his craft in solitude. Rumors claim that he can punch with the fury of a dragon, but if anyone knows for sure, they're not talking.
0: (laughs) You said this was, oh, Dragon Fist Lee Sin?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this one is actually...
0: Is this his Bruce Lee skin? Yeah, this is is the one
2: that's very clearly modeled after Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon skin, Mm -hmm. or Enter the Dragon costume. This might be my favorite when real people wear it, it's called a costume, not a skin. <laughs> 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 I guess Leatherface does
1: both. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your Halloween skin this year, you think, guys?
1: <laughs> you know what? I love it. Bring that vernacular into the real world. <laughs> Fuck it.
0: All right. From now on, we're not saying Halloween costumes. We're saying Halloween skins. Yeah. Right, I'm on it. <laughs> No, our kid's going to get so made fun of, they're going to go to school and be like, do you like my Halloween skin? There's no chance (laughs) our kid's not
2: getting made fun of regardless. (laughs) (laughs) Shut (laughs) up! But fair. (laughs) Uh, He's part of Wonders of the World, set in an alternate Earth where each champion represents the culture of a real world nation. Mm. And this one is Muay Thai Lee Sin, known as the Art of Eight Limbs. Muay Thai is a multidisciplinary fighting style practiced by boxers for centuries. Lee Sin, who has mastered many forms of hand-to-hand combat, is among its greatest champions.
0: Dude's like, ripped in this one, Jesus! Yeah.
2: Doesn't this one get a lot this of? This is pro basically playing? the Sagat
1: one from Street I think Fighter. It does, oh yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I feel like the par- is it someone I remember was saying that like the particles are real clean on this one, and that's why they use it. I don't know. Oh, hmm. interesting. Hmm. I could see that it has got, like, yeah. a real clean walking
2: animation. They do, like, the... He's got, like, the, the Muay Thai knee-high at all times thing. Yeah, mm. yeah.
0: I feel like they made up muscles for this one. <laughs> <laughs> like some of these muscles don't exist. That's your...
1: Your, your ab- epidemis muscle? There's uh-huh. <laughs>
0: a lot of lumps in that meat sack. Is all <laughs> I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Lumpy Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, and he's got a pool party skin. Uh, Lee Sin loves the feeling of the sand between his toes, <laughs> the sound of crashing waves, and the warm sun against his skin. He also loves a strong coconut drink. Lee Sin likes to party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's hitting on Italy in this one a little bit,
2: huh? <laughs>
1: I like the uh, login where he's handing you the coconut drink, or Jinx. I guess I should say is who he's handing the the drink to. Mm. But it's like he's he is inviting you to get fucking litty, and I love it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we had a we had a coworker at
2: Riot who looked exactly like fucking pool party Lee Sin. <laughs> I
1: don't remember him. Oh,
2: Michael Huang. Okay, I think he even dressed up as him for Halloween. Once, yeah, yeah, it was perfect man
0: you wore a leeson skin for halloween
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're the leeson skin <laughs> Lee skin.
0: all right you gotta stop with the <laughs> name
2: wordplay i do not <laughs> that's where you're wrong kiddo And <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's part of crime city <sighs> in a city where drink is cheap and life is cheaper eldritch horrors lurk in the shadow preying upon mankind's greed and envy backroom black markets have given rise to elixirs a valuable magical export whose production spells money and influence should any gang find a way to corner the market vying for control with the help of twisted unearthly terrors enforcers mob bosses and cronies alike invite unknowable corruption in for a chance at true power this one is knockout leeson
1: really oh okay <laughs> yeah uh,
2: <laughs> uh Knockout Lee Sin is a brutal pit fighter who made his name in the underground circuit before leaving the bloody sport for greener, more criminal pastures. He currently sells his services
1: as a problem solver to a select group of moneyed kingpins. This is what you're talking about the other the other episode about how they just grandfathered in a bunch of skins that don't yep. make sense. <laughs> cool. Yeah, which is real which one. is why the eldritch tone of this
2: really gets lost. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
0: Right, it's it's funny that you just said all of that to describe Crime City, and then you're like, Lee Sin's a boxer.
1: (laughs) He punches real good. He's Cinderella, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: I love, this was like my favorite skin, because I fucking love the animation when he's chasing a cue at someone, because he does it with his
1: fist out instead of Mm. his leg. I like that one a lot. (laughs) I never noticed that. I just always remember, like, the, the bell ringing, like, the ding-ding.
2: Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good, too.
2: But, yeah, it, it, it's a very Little Mac skin, which I like. hmm
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, I didn't even think about the Little Mac thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just went right to Cinderella Man like anyone would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Now he's part of Immortal Journey. Long ago in an ancient land, many souls gathered beneath the gods to test the limits of their power. Foolish and arrogant, brave and just, their journeys are written into the immortal pages of history. This one is Godfist Lee Sin. The arrogant wielder of the Godfist was once a mortal boy. Tasked by his predecessors to defeat the master of each martial arts school while blindfolded before facing him at the peak of a treacherous mountain, emerging victorious, the boy assumed his title as well as his immortal sight. And this one has both a cinematic and a short story. Oh. I know it a story. Yeah. The uh, cinematic is just the Godfist Lee Sin, where Lee Sin fights a bunch of rock monsters that are not malfight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: important to distinguish that yes
2: (laughs) and then the short story basically just tells the story of his little bio um like he was a boy when he first reached the mythical beast, but the god fist deemed him unworthy of any training and told the boy he must first defeat each master once he'd done so the boy could fight the god fist so he did but then the god fist remained unimpressed so he's like do it again and this time be blindfolded If you need mortal sight, you will be no challenge. So he did and went back. Now he stood as the man approached. His eyes glowed as he turned to face him. At last, sighed the godfist, a worthy challenge. Mm. Which also makes this the first AU where he's not actually blind. Oh, neat. Hmm. He's just blindfolded. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, And he's part of Chaos and Order. Set in the vastness of the cosmos, each of the champions represents an opposing faction battling against each other. And this skin line encompasses Battle of the God Kings, Dawnbringer, Nightbringer, and Order versus Chaos.
0: I never knew he had a Nightbringer skin. I've never seen this. Yeah, Yeah.
2: likewise. this one, Nightbringer Lee Sin. Lee Sin thrives in the heat of combat. An embodiment of passion and fury, he rules over the raw, chaotic emotions of the heart. While his siblings fight for various ideals, Lee Sin fights for the thrill of battle itself, striking with power and unpredictability. And he also has a prestige skin for this one. Hmm. Fully consumed by chaos and his blind devotion to the thrill of battle, Lee Sin has become knight incarnate, gilded by his divinity.
0: That's pretty dope. A lot of helmet bros in this splash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then we've got Dragon Mancers, one of the more recent ones. Majestic dragons dwell in remote places of wild beauty, avoiding mortal affairs outside of rarely bestowing their gifts on only a select few. The Dragon Mancers are those fortunate and powerful enough to have gained the ultimate blessing. Whether they then use that for good or for evil is up to them, and anyone strong enough to stop them. And this one, Storm Dragon Leeson. A warrior ascetic. Consumed with an electric passion for justice, Li Sin climbed the mountains of the storm dragon Ao Shin, hoping to receive his blessing. Having returned from the summit as a legendary dragonmancer, Li Sin now doles out thunderous punishment to villains everywhere, ever under the watchful eye of his draconic patron.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This skin always fucks me up, because it doesn't like, in game, I mean, it doesn't look like him, like the Q and everything.
2: Mm,
1: yeah, I can, I can see that right i guess it's hard because like his particle particles i don't know his effects right are very like (laughs) they're very simple and straightforward right so like when you Mm -hmm. start playing with it a little too much it kind of it can only bend so much you know (laughs) yeah
0: i would assume it's like a cannon q or something coming at me
1: (laughs) and
2: finally
0: (coughs) and finally
2: the soccer cup set in the world of football (laughs) <laughs> All of the champions are either football players, judges, fans, or the soccer ball.
0: I mean, like you may put on your most dramatic voice for that one. Set in a world of football,
2: <laughs> it it called for an appropriate amount of drama. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one's playmaker Lee Sin. With a sixth sense for openings in any and all situations, <laughs> Lee Sin can turn the opposing team's sloppy free kick into a once-in-a-lifetime play talked about for generations to come. Though it's his first year in the majors, some are saying there may never be another player like him.
1: This is another skin I don't think I've ever seen in-game, right?
0: No, me neither. It so it's Muay Thai or I fucking... Don't... This splash doesn't look familiar even.
1: Right? I was looking at it and I was like, I've never seen this shit before.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Rammus is here? He's a ball? No, that I'm i familiar Yes, I have with. seen that one. Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: were you not listening? All the champions know, are either John, football players, judges, fans, or the soccer ball. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and now we have some fun facts.
0: They better be fun. They better be.
2: Lee Sin is a homophone for listen.
1: Oh, I thought it was a, it was a mm, homophone. I was going to say, isn't it an anagram of, of a C-nil, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, okay, well, whatever.
2: Can you can continue with your facts. It is also technically that.
0: <laughs> but is it supposed to be? <laughs> was that intentional? Mm.
2: They're both good. Yeah. Uh, his development name was marty punch man <laughs> <laughs> he
0: doesn't even punch
2: oh he did when he had the power of the tiger <laughs> okay. um we mentioned that Leeson was among the first six champions developed along with twisted fate singed annie scion and sivir those were the top six mm. uh, lee sin is also the first champion to feature two separate spotlights one real one And one April Fool's one. (laughs) And they make a joke in the April Fool's spotlight about using Dragon's Rage to kick an enemy into their own nexus, which is an ability that he later gained in Legends of Runeterra. I was going to (laughs)
1: say, he can do that shit in Legends of Runeterra. It's fucking great. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that April Fool's joke, it was kind of before Lee Sin was released, and the whole screen was blurry, essentially, for the entire champion spotlight. And it was, you know, Freak kind of exaggerating all his abilities. He gives him a basic rundown. He's like, and then I'm going to walk into the enemy fountain here, and I'm going to use my uh, W to get a pentakill. And now all five of the enemy team and some people on my team are, (laughs) are coming to get me. So I kill all six of them. Because I'm Lee Sin, <laughs> the blind monk. The blind monk. You know what I love <laughs> yeah, <about laughs> th- he says that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love
1: about that, too? It's like, even though the whole screen is blurry, you can tell it's just the AMI bots that are all stood st- st- yeah. around him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think people were genuinely... Because this was a year after Earth, right? So people were genuinely... Like, the year before, they had teased the champion Earth and then not released him, right? And so this year, they were right. like, Oh, Lee Sin, this is the joke champion for the year. And then they put him out on April 1st. What fucking <laughs> champions. <laughs> yeah. And they
2: even put Earth in his splash art when mm. they... For his mm. original splash. <laughs> yeah.
0: As Marty Punch Man. As
2: Marty Punch Man. <laughs> uh, Lee Sin is the second of eight champions to have more than four abilities.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, because the... You're talking about like the the activatable right like the second cast or am i thinking about something yeah. else
2: which i assume
1: i assume nidalee was
2: probably yeah probably the first uh lee sin is the first non-ionian champion or sorry the first non-ninja ionian champion to use energy mm. mm-hmm. uh lee sin's dance is a shaolin soccer reference I don't know what I've
1: that is. Haven't seen it. I, I I know what it is, it's but I just good. haven't seen it. Is it is it good? Would you recommend it? It's pretty funny. I like it. it I mean, I saw it in college. I don't know if it holds up. I'm but. sure it's. <laughs> I'm sure it holds up for the most part. Anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah things from 2005 notoriously hold up really well to today.
1: <laughs> it's got, I mean, if you liked Kung Fu Hustle, it's very. I was going to say, I, I know Kung Fu fun. Hustle fucking holds up, so I'm sure. Shout yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
0: does.
2: Um. Muay Thai Leeson's dance is the Tony Jaz training routine from Bak. Oh, really? Wow! What a fu- yeah. what a reference! <laughs> Goddamn. damn. Uh, and and for the record, this could just very well be a real like Muay Thai form that's like that Tony Jaa's just demonstrating in the movie yeah. uh, as part of his training. But I'm not trained in Muay Thai, so I have no idea. <laughs> I just know that that animation is the same as that scene. <laughs> Uh Godfist Leeson's dance and this is interesting that we have three separate dances from yeah. skins, uh, is a reference to Kurt Sloan's dance from Kickboxer. That was uh <laughs> that was <laughs> what? Why is it our, the boy Thai um, one
1: uh, whatever, you know, whatever,
2: right. I guess that still <laughs> works. because huh. different type of kickboxing. Yeah, I I guess. I guess uh, it's it's bad it's it's what? basically like is
0: kickboxer a movie
2: kickboxer is a movie oh, okay. yeah it is a um uh god what the fuck is this name uh, john claude van damme yeah jean claude yeah. van damme oh. the muscle from Brussels. um <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: i'm too young for that reference
2: uh, <laughs> yeah it's 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 an 80 89 movie something it's, it's in the 80s yeah something like that um but, yeah, it's him trying to dance. And basically, it, oh, God, it's it's an awkward dance. It's kind of like, remember how I told you about, the, I referenced the Elaine dance for the Kale episode? <laughs> this is as close as you can get to the Elaine dance while legitimately trying to look good while dancing. <laughs> oh, man.
0: We had to watch that episode of Seinfeld after recording that. It was great. <laughs> did you, I was going to say, did really you like it? Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the dance was really funny. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh it was an inside joke at Riot that Lee Sin was taught Dragon's Rage by Jesse Pairing. Uh, so I don't know who that is. Jesse Pairing was essentially Riot's version of Chuck Norris at the time. Mm. Any Chuck Norris joke that existed could be equally applied to Jesse Pairing.
0: But who is Jesse Pairing? He was, he was one of writer.
2: like the very early employees. Oh, he just
0: worked at Riot. I thought he was like an actor.
2: Like- oh no, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like you're saying this name. Like I'm supposed to know who the fuck this dude is. I was on a. T-
2: I think w- he was one of the interns that may have started at the same time as Jeff Jew.
1: Probably, I think so. Because I was on a I was on a Rumble really team true. with him once, um, and I always remember the advice that he always gave. was Like, what are we fighting over? What is even like? That's something I always try and carry through <laughs> in my League games. It's like, Dragon's dead. We don't need to fight here. What are we even fighting over? <laughs> Let's just leave. <laughs>
2: Was the, tame, was the team named after Jesse pairing? I feel like most of Jesse so. pairing's Rumble teams were named so. after him
1: I think so. The thing is, is it was me and like five other like like Roku and just people who knew how to play League so I was just like benched constantly and I was like that's yeah, fine I don't know how to fucking play League compared <laughs> to these guys <laughs> I'll let them win me a jacket yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Tell you what. I got a shirt
2: uh, Let's see Um, Yeah we mentioned he was originally voiced by uh, Vic Mignogna, but is now voiced by uh, Fyodor Chin.
1: You know who he voices? Uh, Zenyatta from Overwatch.
2: Oh, yeah. I did not know that.
0: I've heard of Overwatch.
1: Now I, do. <laughs> I played a few of that in my day.
0: <laughs> oh, did you?
1: Uh
2: and finally, Lee Sin has the highest level one. Base attack damage at sixty nine point (laughs) one eight. Nice, nice. Good to know. we're the worst. (laughs) Do you remember back when Tarek used to have the highest base attack damage? Oh my god. I remember his old skill.
1: Take him top lane. (laughs) I remember his old skill set, but
2: yeah, same.
0: I mean, he does have a big ass crystal hammer. That seems Mm -hmm. painful, right? Sing got his little footsies. And
1: little feet, <laughs> little
2: toesy bozies <laughs> Come on, right? cover up them toes. You know how Rebecca feels yeah, about no, this. No, Disgusting. he can
0: have his toes bared. It's not like Z- Zary's weird-ass fucking shoes that are boots with the toes cut out. Someone else tell me that I'm not... <laughs> that this is wrong.
1: If you're okay. wondering, we're referencing a video content that was posted <laughs> on <the> Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. Quality content. <sighs>
2: um,
0: Alright. Those are all the Lee Sin fun facts. Yeah. Any final Lee Sin thoughts? How are we feeling?
1: Yeah, I'm certainly super ripped off. Ripped off. Um, I, I guess I was kind of expecting more. I was a little disappointed. Um, the only other thing is that he in, he's got a Legends of Runeterra card and so as a part of that he's got some uh, students it's kind of like like in that way. There are various other um, kind of students who are studying under him to learn the ways of the dragon. Not not a lot there, um, but all of them kind of go by titles of like X of the dragon, so like claws of the dragon or tail of the dragon. And the flavor text from them all sort of sort of tells like kind of a creation myth around like the dragon creating the world and or Ionia. Um, I don't know if it's like referencing Aurelian soul and the first breath of creation and all that jazz or what, <laughs> um, but just something there if you're curious. Like I said, not not a lot. He, he maybe has a little thing going on with one of the students because there's like a line where he's like, oh. oh, I was thinking of you, whatever her name is. And she's like, oh, listen, you always think too much. Um, but I don't know if that's like a, a romantic thing or if it's just like he's like, <laughs> You know, he's just being a proper like teacher. Like, who knows, right? I don't fucking know what the detail is. <laughs> uh, but that's all.
0: Huh. All right. That's Lee Sin. Yep. We did it. We did it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads. And we post these on YouTube. John has some parodies. Hopefully, we'll have a new one soon. Possibly sung by Mark. But we're not sure. Um, we also have a Twitch. Yes, Twitch. Mm-hmm. And twitch.tv slash Loreheads. We usually stream... Summoner's Rift or ARAMs on Saturdays, either in the daytime or in the evening. It really depends on what the Saturdays look like. And then John does TFT streams, Climbing a Diamond on Monday evenings, EST. Slow going. Mm-hmm. Slow going. We have it. a Discord. It's linked in the description of this episode if you want to join in on the conversation. And we have a Patreon. Thank you to all of our patrons.
2: But a very special thank you to our Madardo tier John- patrons. <laughs> Jeremy Rich. King of Hearts and Milet. you are all awesome. We appreciate you. We love you, and As a we friend. hope to see you <laughs> soon. What? I don't know. Sounds <laughs> outside your window. Careful. <laughs> Hi, Thank you. Inside your wife. <laughs> There's Not, your outdated I'm, reference I'm for outside the bingo. All clip. your windows with the boombox.
0: <laughs> Even more outdated reference. Mm-hmm. Okay, and join us next week because we're going to talk about the Radiant Dawn Leona.